Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast with Jaguars senior writer, John Osher. I'm looking forward to this one because it's always nice to talk to a success story. And in my opinion, this is the beginning of a huge success story for this uh, Devin Lloyd, uh, Jaguars linebacker. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Good to see you. And uh, do you see it that way? Do you see your second year, um, you know, you went through a lot as a rookie and have been very consistent this year. Uh, do you see it as growth for you? Yeah, I definitely see it as growth. Every year I want to um, grow. And I think uh, last year there was so much um, that I just didn't know. You sure. know, there's a lot that I had to kind of adjust to going from college to the NFL. And, you know, I learned and, um, you know, I'm really – playing a lot better but mm-hmm. I'm also just doing a lot better you know mentally gotcha. and I think that you know I mean everything ties in and you know football is a, a beautiful game but it's just a game and you know I feel like in the bigger picture in, in regards to life you know that's the area of growth that you know I'm the most um, you know happy that I improved in and uh, and just looking to continue to keep growing. Would you be um, it's a hard question to answer but would you be playing as well as you are now if you hadn't gone through that? If you follow me, so, you, yeah, know. Yeah. You, you know, it's tough to say you never know. Um, I, I, I would say no, sure. but you know, I think, um, just, I don't even want to worry about that. Sure, like, I got you, know, you. I, you know, I'm in the right spirits and I'm definitely in the right headspace and just looking to continue to keep you better. Now, um, what you went through last year and we'll move on after this question. Uh, it would have bothered some guys to the point where maybe they don't recover. I mean, it was a tough time and, uh, were a backup for a couple of games as a first-round pick. That's not easy to go through. What enabled you to grow from it rather than go the other direction? You follow? Yeah, yeah. just um, completely humbling myself and doing what's best for the team. You know, I completely bought into my role, and whatever they asked me to do, this is what I was just telling myself. Whatever they asked me to do, I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. And we were on a good team too. Right. Um, so right. I want to help the team win at the end of the day, I want to win. And so I'm, a, I'm blessed to be in the position that I am to be on such a successful team with a, you know, a lot of great players and uh, really good coaches. So I don't want to hold the team back in any way. I want to do whatever I can to help propel the team to where we need to be. Who did you lean on the most? Who's been, I guess the coach player, not just in that moment, but, Overall, through your first, what, the 20 games? Yeah. More than that. I mean, my family support was so big, um, you know. And as far as, you know, in the building, um, I mean, really all the guys, Foyer, Josh, um, you know, some of the veteran guys, Rayshon. Um, I mean, all those guys had my back. Uh, Cisco, um, those guys really just kind of, you know, were in a way reassuring that, sure. you know, I am the player that I am. And, you know, they all had confidence in me still. And, you know, everybody goes through it. You know, it's better for me to have gone through that early. And obviously the expectations were different being a first-round pick. So, sure. you know, it was more kind of blown up. But everyone goes through it. And so just, just keep my head level. When you see improvement, uh, when you're watching film yourself now compared to last year, what do you see? For me, um, I see stronger play, stronger and faster. And, and last year, uh, one of the things I didn't know is, you know, how important it was to 
keep building your strength throughout the year. Okay. And that's one thing that I built on this year from last year. Is, Season wears you down, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, big time, you're going to get guys that are way stronger right. than Pac-12 linemen, you know. <laughs> so um, you got to keep building your strength. And then you can see uh, confidence within the scheme, you know, understanding where to be, exactly how to, you know, how to fit certain mm-hmm. run fits or just even um, little things like vision and break, get your landmark right. settle and then break. You know, I'm not, I always in college, that wasn't a thing. You know, we always kind of relayed off routes. And so that's what I was saying though. Like the NFL game is so much different. And so understanding all the techniques in the NFL and really that allows you to play fast. And okay. so it's just all that little stuff. So it, it's, uh, I've always said, you know, for the last decade or so, once, a few people explained it to me. It's almost a different sport, the NFL to college. And maybe that's exaggerating a little bit, but it, in terms of what it takes with what you're talking about, in terms of uh, the knowledge going into a game that you have to have compared to college where you can sort of react, um, am I getting that right? For sure, yeah. Every, every college does it differently. And so some things in college um, will translate and some things won't. And so the things that don't, you know, you have to break those habits. Okay. And some schools will have an NFL system and some schools will have everything that we have in the NFL. Um, you know, Utah, we had a lot of things, but not all of them. Right. You know, and so there was a lot of things that I had to learn, coverages that we didn't run in college I had to learn. So there was just, um, you know, learning that needed to be done. Gotcha. How do you not lose confidence? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to – for me, um, being a man of faith, you know, you have to know who you are in God. And for me, uh, I have to really, I see myself the way God sees me. And okay. so whenever I do that, um, you know, you're, you realize, you know, where your strength comes from. And with him, you know, you're, you will never lose right. confidence. But um, really just pre- preparation as well. You know, you have to put in the work and you have to do your part. You know, you have to make sure that you're ready for, mm-hmm. for whatever look you see. And uh, I talk about this defense a little bit. It's uh, for some reason doesn't seem to be a defense that people nationally talk about for some reason. But obviously, it seems like you guys are playing to the standard that you want to play. If that makes sense, um, what is it about you guys? You know, a Josh is really the guy right now who's getting quote love nationally, uh, but it's. It's playing more as a team than about one guy. Do you follow me? Yeah. Is that I mean, y'all's approach? Josh is balling. He definitely deserves that, and I'm glad he, we have a representative. Right. Um, and it's really, yeah, like you said, we're all playing together as one unit. Um, everybody shows up and works every day. Um, we all communicate really well and have a genuine love and appreciation for one right. another and want to play for each other, and that all ties in together. And you see it manifest on the field by – Everybody's in the right spot. Everybody's hunting. Everybody's getting to the ball. Our MO, this is what we do, is we stop the run, we pressure the quarterback, and we create takeaways. And so that's what we um, strive to do best. And, you know, that's kind of – that fits the type of players we have as well. And it's funny, every defensive guy, uh, Foyer's been in, uh, Trayvon's been in, uh, has said the exact same thing you just said, meaning stop the run create takeaways everybody being on the same page uh matters doesn't it that's i don't know that i've always heard that around every team i've been around yeah it does we all have the same vision and i think whenever we all have the same vision we understand 
what is going to take for us to accomplish what we want to accomplish. And that's so big. Um, and everyone has that. So we're grateful. Um, one thing, even last year when there were some ups and downs for you, um, when you were around the ball, you made plays, uh, created turnovers. Um, have you always had that knack? Because I've been around really good defensive players who, when they're around the ball, don't have that knack. Has that always been something you've had? Yeah, ever since I started playing football, specifically on the defensive side my senior year in high school, that was kind of always my thing. Okay. You know, I always just made plays on the ball. And um, prior to playing on defense, uh, I was always trying to attack the ball. Okay. And so I think that kind of translated. Um, but, I mean, yeah, every year, you know, um, it was just attacking the football, you know, making plays on the football. What uh, What did you play offensively before you switched to defense? A wide receiver. Okay. Yep. So how tough was that to convince you to make that change at that See, age? Everybody yeah. wants See, to be a diva. I know, right? <laughs> I wanted to score in high school, but um, I felt like I played free safety in high school my okay. senior year. And, you know, I made a lot of plays, and I loved the physicality of defense, okay. like just flying down and, and just wrecking havoc. And so when I started getting recruited um, – I had some offers at free safety, some at wide receiver, mm -hmm. but the majority of them were outside linebacker, okay. inside linebacker, and those were also the best schools. And so I figured, you know, I want to go to the best school. Sure. You know, I can make the transition, obviously. You know, they see something in me. And so right. I didn't really think too much about it. And sure enough, you know, I went to Utah inside linebacker. And, you know, I'm glad I did. I'm grateful that right. I did. Um, a two-star recruit, which back when I was covering – recruiting it wasn't all stars but now that's everything um so you're obviously not everybody's all american in high school coming out um how did that help in terms of continuing to have to work and not being told from day one hey you're going to the nfl yeah um there was a sense of like i have to just improve so much and it was almost a restart because okay. i was playing a completely different position and this was my second year on defense. Okay, so I really you. knew nothing about defense. So um, I just was like, okay, I'm going to use this next year, two years to just learn, right. you know, and just, just improve and get better. And You're a sponge. Everything yeah. is fine. You didn't have any preconceived notions. No, none at all. And I even asked my coach, I was like, so are you redshirting me? Like, as if like, <laughs> almost like I know you're going to, and he didn't bring it up. And I don't think he wanted to necessarily, but right. when I asked that, I was like, okay, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you know, I'm not all the way ready yet. So, um, and now I was, you know, complete. That's what I wanted because, you know, I wanted to learn. I wanted sure. to grow. I may have asked this before, but when making that transition, it's a pretty significant transition from two-star recruit, and not just to, to making it in the NFL. And I mean, some guys come in as uh, UDFAs, but to a first-round pick. When did you sort of know that this could be your future? I always knew it was going to be my future okay. from the time that I went to college. Um, the goal was always the NFL. Okay. And we had guys that had been in the NFL. Um, I would say when it started to really take form is midway through my redshirt sophomore year. Um, I ended up starting my redshirt sophomore year. And a few games in, um, you know, I was really just making plays and – I, at that point, I really believed, like, okay, everything is working okay. out the way I was 
hoping and gotcha. from there it was a matter of just you know how high do I want to go you know how far do I want to get and so how many interceptions would you have this year without the thumb <laughs> I would have at least two yeah. it would be guaranteed two um I mean shoot but really I, I, I would say four sure yeah is that the toughest thing you've played through I mean playing with basically a cast you're playing with one hand basically uh i guess at some positions that's okay but at your position that's tough yeah it is tough um especially when you have that uh, many opportunities come your way during that time and it's like it's so that much harder to capitalize on making um you know, making those plays um they really they did a, a really good job with the actual cast right so tackling and um, striking wasn't really that challenging but when it comes to Catching, obviously, and uh, <laughs> just even scooping the ball up. Sure. You know, just any plays on the ball, you know, that was really difficult. A final question on these lines. What would Devin Lloyd now tell rookie Devin Lloyd? For one, this is a week-by-week business. Just be grateful for every day and know where your strength comes from. Is the week-to-week business, and it's such a cliche that fans get tired of hearing it, but it's the one thing you start hearing second-year guys say quickly because they all of a sudden get it, that just because you do something one week and, this, you know, and there's not many blowouts, there's not, many, there's not much easy stuff. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest lesson you learn as a rookie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Understanding the preparation that goes into it, the, the challenge every week. I mean, every week you're playing legit players every week. Right. And it doesn't get any easier. The games just increasingly become more and more important. So you have to really prepare every week like it's your last week and really just be grateful for the opportunity you have. It doesn't matter if you play bad or you play good. It doesn't matter. The past is the past. Focus on the next week. One thing, I may have asked this last time I talked to you like this. Both parents in the Navy, correct? Mm-hmm. How does that shape a kid? I mean, I would think that's a different way to grow up with a little bit of a different outlook on life than some of your peers. Yeah. So I can break it down. Basically, um, you know, growing up with my dad, it was just us two, and he was gone a lot. So when he was gone, it would just be me. So I'd have to be responsible from a very young age, from I was a teenager, you know, pretty much living by myself. And I I didn't ever miss school. You know, I had to... Obviously, I had, um, you know, my aunts and uncles coming by, you know, daily to make sure, like, I'm fed and everything. Um, But, you know, I I had to be really responsible. I had to take care of my business. And whenever my dad was home, he's pretty OCD. And so everything (laughs) has to be a certain way. So I'm talking if the bathroom has any water on it, I'm going to hear it. I'm going to be up at 6 in the morning cleaning. Okay. The bathroom, uh, I mean, you got to cut the grass without him saying anything on Saturday mornings, you know, before he wakes up. I mean, it's just all those little things okay. that they build habits, um, great habits that, you know, eventually turn into work ethic. So what does your bathroom look like now? <laughs> well, my bathroom looks pretty good. Okay. Probably not like how his looks okay. because, you know, this is my house. Right. So, you know, but it looks good. Like, you know, I couldn't. Have people come over and gotcha. they see the bathroom. Like, okay, you know that's nice. You know. Are you as OCD as him? 
No, but you know, I do have a lot of his traits. Like even the way he folds clothes or okay. just all the little stuff, you know, I got it from him. So it's stuff when you were sixteen you were probably complaining about it or inside complaining about it, probably didn't complain to him. Yeah. But now you appreciate it. Yes, I definitely do appreciate it now. And you know, when you look back and even when he comes over and you see he still you know, does it and now it's to your house and um you just really are appreciative Check. for <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. You're appreciative because could have been the other way around, and I wouldn't want that, you know. So sure. it, it obviously was difficult, but th- at the end of the day, too, back then, whenever I listened, you know, it was great. So, right. You know, I just got <laughs> to get it done. Two final questions on these lines. Uh, it sounds from this conversation like you don't think you're close to your ceiling yet. H- how, you know, without bragging yourself too much, how, where can you go from here as a player? Yeah. Um, I mean, really. I have, I feel like, a lot in me to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, plays on the ball. You know, you want to make game-changing plays, sacks, interceptions, forced fumbles. All that is always going to be there. Right. And that's always on my mind. And then as far as just executing play-by-play, play, uh, the little things, um, communicating, you know, mastering communication. Um, that's still the thing. That's still what you're – focused on yeah 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 there's there's room for growth for that for sure and I mean really just being somebody that everyone can trust and I'm not saying that I'm not that right now but you know I feel like there's room for growth Mm -hmm. in that area as well you know I don't don't want it to be any hesitation any doubt anything you know I want it to be like okay you know he's on it he's always on it you saw what it can be to struggle as a team how cool is it how special is it to be part of what's going on right now in terms of feels like it's still ascending, feels like the sky is the limit for this team. Yeah, I was just thinking about this last night because we're 8-3, and three and it feels like we still haven't put together a perfect game. Like, that is such a great feeling mm-hmm. to know that, you know, we haven't even played our best and we're still so good as a team. Right. And so it's going to come together and it's going to come together at the right time. You know, I believe that wholeheartedly. And, um, I mean, the way we work, you know, the way – we we do things the right way, and so you know it's going to come together at the right time. Um, but you know, like I said, we're really just focused on the Bengals right now, You're locked in on the moment, uh, looking to take advantage of today. But um, you know, we're going to put it together at the right time. Gotcha. The final thing we do it's, uh, called the Ozone Five. The Ozone Five. 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 Five quick questions. Uh, your last binge watch. Ballers. Okay, that's. It's almost old school these days. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't watch I got you. Uh, last song you played in the car this morning coming in. Oh, did I play uh, "Presence of the Lord"? Okay. Yeah. Uh, best player you've played against, college or NFL? College or NFL? Guy that stands out. Best player. Ooh, um, gotta be Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Favorite movie as a kid favorite movie as a kid like maybe when you were five or six even like the growing up like the ones you grow up with that was transformers i love cars okay so nah, it, was, it was either transformers or spider-man yeah so you're my kid's age same deal so um and i think i said this before but i say again uh, person or people most responsible for you being here today um i would say my mom and dad okay uh, those two we're just so vital and you know the person that I am gotcha 
Devin Lloyd, always enjoy talking to you. I appreciate you taking time on a busy week. Thank you for joining the Ozone Podcast. Yes, thank you for having me.